0: Welcome to the podcast of Peace NBC. Our mission is to reach everyone who is someone in the eyes of the Lord. Listen to this mighty word of God that will bless you. We hope you are touched and blessed by this podcast. To connect with this ministry or for more about Peace NBC, visit our website or email us at pmbc at peacembchurch.org. Come grow
1: with. Come grow with. Muhammad Ali is regarded as one of the greatest boxers of all time. Now, if I had to pick my list, uh, he would be the greatest. I just don't feel like arguing this morning, so I just put one in front of it and let y'all do the arguing for me. Uh, But he won an Olympic gold medal in. 1960, becoming the three-time world heavyweight champion. He fought against some of the most formidable boxers to ever enter a ring. Men like Sonny Liston, Joe Frazier, and Big George Foreman. He was quite an outspoken man, and one of the things he said that has always stuck out to me was this. He said, I hated every minute of training. But I said, don't quit. Suffer now and live the rest of your life as a champion. His quote emphasizes the idea that temporary suffering will pave the way for long-term triumph. As we all know very well, there is nothing new under the sun. And this same theory is woven throughout our culture and especially in the Bible. Our text this morning is coming from the book of Revelation, chapter 3 and verse 2. The book of Revelation, chapter 3 and verse 2. Just a fun fact, uh, just in case you didn't know, there is no S on the end of Revelation. I know we say it, Revelations, but it's Revelation. The book of Revelation, chapter 3 and verse 2, when you have it, say, I got it. If you need time, say, give me a second. We'll read all together. Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain. That are ready to die. For I have not found thy works perfect before God. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to work from the theme this morning, level up. Level up. Just do me a favor, wake the person up that's next to you and say, Neighbor, it's time to level up. It's time to level up. You've been here too long. It's time to level up. Last week, we talked about God's purpose for rest how it is vital for us to take advantage of it we learn that rest not only helps us to rejuvenate our bodies but it also helps to refresh our minds and even our souls now that we've had the opportunity to rest it is time for us to take the next step forward however for many people some of us are just trying to figure out what to do That can be a challenge for us. It is not uncommon to feel stuck or unsure about how to proceed. That is why in this message we'll be discussing some key ideas to help you move forward with confidence. By the end of this message, my hope is that you will have a clear understanding of what steps you need to take to make your next move toward achieving your goals and dreams in the book of revelation it is revealed that john had been exiled to a small barren rocky island in the aegean sea called patmos patmos is approximately 61 miles from ephesus it was during his exile on this island that god began to deal with john through vision which would eventually lead to John's writing of the revealing of Jesus Christ. For when we read the book of Revelation, it is a revealing and uncovering of who Jesus is to us. The opening chapter of Revelation commences with the revelation from Jesus Christ, a prophetic and apocalyptic epistle. That discloses the hidden things of Christ. In subsequent chapters, we learn or we encounter the epistles dispatched to the seven churches situated in Asia Minor, Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamum, Thyatria, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. These messages dispatched to each congregation comprise either their condemnation, a charge, and an exhortation of admonishment or encouragement. It is also noteworthy that the messages were sent to the angels of the churches who represent the pastors as judgment always begins with the leadership. Our church of interest for today is no exception. In the third chapter of Revelation, Jesus speaks to the pastor of the church in Sardis. He tells the pastor that God knows their works, even if the church appears to be good. I would pause right here to remind us that just because we are churchgoers and just because we go to church, all of us are not good. If we be honest some of us still have some work to do and depending on the day of the week and the hour in which you encounter us you might just run into the bad now this church is not known for being filled with sin but it's also not engaged in the community or nor is it interested in political happenings Reality is that this church is missing the mark. But they are thinking that they are pleasing God. Brothers and sisters, you and I are chosen to be watchmen. I think we've all seen the Medea play where Medea is standing there and she says, you got to watch. You got to watch. You've got to pay attention. This job is important because we must be on guard, watching out for danger and sounding the alarm when necessary. However, in Isaiah 56 and 10, the watchmen are described as blind. This serves as a warning that we must be careful not to be ignorant of the things happening around us. We cannot be as church people so insulated that when we see things that are happening in our community, we say to ourselves, that's none of our business. We must be engaged and active in the things that are happening. One of the problems I have with people who call themselves evangelicals is they proclaim a Christ from the pulpit, but there is no presence in the community. There is no concern for the people who are being gunned down, the people who are being mistreated. And this is what is happening when we look at the church in Sardis. So Jesus speaks to the church and issues a challenge. He challenges the church in Sardis to strengthen what remains, the thing that is about to die. He acknowledges that, yes, you may have felt burnt out and tired. And oftentimes when we get burnt out and tired, we get comfortable. But what he says is not only, yes, you may have felt burnt out and tired, but you survived know about you but there have been some situations and some circumstances I faced that I didn't think I would make it out of but yet here I am today I have survived but what was the purpose of your survival now that you have made it through now that you have taken a break now that you have gathered yourself together you must pick up the pieces and start to restore and strengthen the remains of your life doesn't matter what you've gone through it doesn't matter how many uh, shipwrecks you've encountered doesn't matter how many times you've fallen the bible is trying to teach us that there becomes a moment where you must get up you must shake it off and you've got to move beyond this storm Perhaps the most important lesson gleaned from the text is found in the phrase, for I have not found thy works perfect before God. Jesus is trying to teach us the valuable lesson of finishing. Finishing. When you look at the word perfect in the text, you will learn that it means to be complete. perfect meant sinless. Perfect in the context of the Bible means to be whole. It means to be complete. Christ is telling the church at Sardis that he has found their works to be incomplete. Brothers and sisters, it will be a dreadful day. If the Lord were to crack the sky, And catch us with our work undone. Christ is speaking to us today, letting us know that we must commit to finishing the vision. Oftentimes we pick up things and set them down undone. Goals. Ideas, plans, dreams, the like. We enter into projects. We start businesses. We enter into relationships. And the minute we run into some tribulation, the minute the going gets tough, we drop our task as if we've never started, never to return again. Brothers and sisters, we cannot be quitters we cannot draw back we cannot give up but we must finish today God is challenging you to finish the assignment finish the course finish the strategy and finish the term you've rested now finish in the Bible as you study a day You'll learn that a day begins at sundown and ended at sundown of the next day. No, when we look at days beginning in the morning, but according to Hebraic culture, a day began and ended at evening. And in these days, there were eight watches in the day. Each of these watches would last for about three hours at a time. For instance, people believe that Jesus was born during the third watch of the day, which began at midnight. The watches were also used to control activities at the temple, such as making sacrifices. You couldn't make a sacrifice when you wanted to. You had to make it during the right watch. Uh, you, You couldn't play music when you wanted to. You had to play music at the right watch. The question that I have is how many things are we doing at the wrong time? This concept is similar to how many schools today use bells to signify the end of one period and the start of another. I don't know about you, but there was a favorite bell in my day. Well, I had two, actually. One was lunchtime. The last one was when it was time to go. I didn't care what I was doing. I didn't care what I left. Because here's the thing, I knew I was coming back. But I knew I had to leave. So whatever I was doing, I dropped it and I answered the bell. There are bells in our life that ring when things happen. We call them senses. Our senses include our eyes, our ears, our mouth, our sense of smell, touching, and even our minds. The Bible uses another word to describe your senses. It uses the word gates. Gates, things that can be opened and closed. The reason why we have to watch or be watchful is because we must pay attention to what is coming in and going out of our gates. Hebrews 5 and 14 states that strong meat belongs to those who are of full age. Even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. It tells us that mature believers have the ability to use discernment. Discernment, brothers and sisters, is a spiritual gift that helps us use our spiritual minds and eyes to judge what's going on in the world. It is discernment that will tell us what's good to watch, eat, or listen to. When we are watchful, we are observing, we are paying attention. We become that nosy neighbor. It's always looking out the window as nosy as your neighbor is. That's how nosy you ought to be about what's coming into and leaving out of your life. You ought to be able to tell when you've gotten too far away from God and you ought to be able to tell when God is in your presence. It is often helpful to look from various perspectives or angles when you're watching. In the military, scopes or binoculars are used to watch for potential danger. Similarly, in our lives, we must use the word of God as our binoculars to identify and avoid potentially destructive decisions. These decisions may lead us burn out, I would like to believe that some of us are not tired just because of other people. Some of us are tired because we entered into things making rash and unwise decisions because we were not watching how it may affect our lives. In other words, we've got to learn how to say no up front. For example, we could say things like, I appreciate your offer. But I can see that this task will deplete my energy source. I will help you find somebody else. But in order for me to avoid burnout or slacking on my other commitments, I cannot take this on. I have resolved that I am not the right person to do this for you. Got to have some confidence to tell people no. We have to learn how to say no up front. Brothers and sisters, last week, God told us to rest. But you can't rest forever. There comes a time when we have to put our hands back on the plow. In other words, you've got to get back to work and strengthen what you have left i think it's time to go now the church in sardis is told to strengthen that which remains to strengthen the ears to level in other words, it means to fortify yourself. Many athletes, bodybuilders, and boxers will encourage you to start a regimen of strength training. And they say that strength training helps to burn calories. Even when you're not in the gym and church i want you to remember this just like you would with strength training and natural muscle building you have to be built up in the spirit it's going to take some conditioning it's going to take some pressing through the pain i heard somebody say no pain no gain when you realize that you are getting knocked out by the enemy on every punch may I submit to you that you have not strengthened your spirit enough to take a blow you haven't conditioned yourself in the Word of God brothers and sisters I stand today as a spiritual coach for you and I want to let you know that you've got to get back in the spiritual gym you got to make an appointment to come into the gym of the Lord and the gym of the Lord is the house of God we have certain times where we as believers ought to come into his house we ought to come into his house When it's time for prayer, we ought to come into his house when it's time for Bible study. We ought to come into his house when it's time for Sunday school. We ought to come into his house when it's time for worship. Because every time we come, we're getting a little bit stronger. Every time we come, God's going to give us a word that's going to condition our muscles so we can learn how to move but you can't come sometimes you've got to be consistent because if you don't come to the gym and you do it inconsistently you don't get stronger faster it'll take you a little bit longer and this is why we see ourselves struggling to get out of our mess because we're not consistent and we're not fervent in building ourselves up but you not only do you have to come but you've got to learn what the lord wants you to learn because if you don't learn the lesson you'll stay in the mess again you'll stay going through the same the same cycle over and over so that when you don't learn so when the blows of life come you won't be able to stand you'll be knocked out. You'll be knocked down by Satan's uppercuts because you can't take a licking and you don't know how to keep on ticking. You've got to fortify yourself and increase your defense in the word of God. Ephesians 6 and 16 says, above all, taking the shield of faith uh, wherewith ye are able uh, to quench all the fiery darts uh, of the wicked. Uh, What that means is uh, that every dart he shoots, uh, you don't even dodge it. uh, You grab it out the air uh, because you're able to quench it god will uh, give you the strength uh, to quench in the darts of the devil uh, he'll give you the power uh, to overcome your struggle uh, church uh, when the hits come your way uh, you need reinforcements look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I need some reinforcement. I've come to let you know that your reinforcement is Jesus. Jesus is your reinforcement. I heard the Bible saying, but the God of all grace who hath called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that ye have suffered while i uh, make you perfect, uh, establish, strengthen, uh, and settle you. Uh, Jesus, uh, he'll fortify you. Uh, Jesus, uh, he'll come to your aid. Uh, Jesus, uh, he'll pick you up. Uh, Jesus, uh, he'll bring you out. Uh, Isaiah 40 and 20 says, uh, he give it power uh, to the faint. Uh, and to them uh, which have no might uh, he increases strength Uh, even the youth shall faint uh, and be weary Uh, and the young man uh, shall utterly fall Uh, but they that wait upon the Lord uh, shall uh, renew their strength Uh, they shall mount up uh, on wings like eagles uh, run And not be weary now. Walk uh, and not faint. Uh, Look at your neighbor uh, and say, Neighbor, uh, the Calvary now. The Calvary is coming now. God uh, is gonna be your defense. God is going to be your help. It's time to level up. I've been here too long. I've stayed too long. I got to get up now. I got to move forward. I've got to level up. Galatians 20 and 20 says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me, and the life which I live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Is there anybody here that's glad he died for you and me? i got some real. Enforcement because when I'm weak, he's strong. When I'm confused, he's peace. When I'm weary, he's a rest. Help is on the way. I wish you tell your neighbor now. Help is on the way don't quit right now, but help is on the way. It's time for you to level up. Psalms 94 and 22 says, but the Lord is my defense and my God is the rock of my refuge. You ought to ask your neighbor "Now, where you're running. I'm running to the rock, the rock of my salvation. Now, the rock, the rock of ages. I'm running to the place where I can rest in the Lord's hands. And my God, yeah, my God, he is my defense and he is my rock. He is my refuge. Is there anybody here that's tired of being tired? Are you tired of being tired? If you're tired now, it's It's time for you to level up. It's time for you to take the next step. It's time for you to go forward. God told me to tell you, now, get up out of your sorrow now get up out of your misery now get up out of your turmoil now he's going to walk with you he will be your friend is there anybody here that knows that God's going to be your helper say yes 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 it's time to level up hallelujah 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 i don't know about you but uh uh, when i'm tired of being where i am i learn that all i got to do is just move when I get tired of going through what I'm going through I just move the spot I might move to might get old I just I move again but what I learned the Bible says surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life And I'll dwell in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. I got to go. But I had a moment. I I had a moment because I realized I done been a lot of places, but he ain't never left me. I done been through some storms, but he's been right by my side. And I've learned that no matter where I've gone, the same God that delivered me has walked me through every trial I've been through. All right, we got to go. The doors of the church are now open.
0: Thanks for listening to this podcast. We hope you were touched and blessed by what you have heard. Remember to follow us on social media. For more info about Peace NBC, visit us at www.peacembchurch.org. If you would like to support this ministry and help us reach more souls, visit our website and click give into this ministry. Be blessed and we will see you next time. Peace NBC Podcast.